Hey you guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back, friend. I so appreciate you guys. Um you guys just being real right now. Your girl, I'm kind of heated. And it's like that like righteous anger because it's like I've been and some crazy just warfare and I'm just so tired of the enemy like for real like I'm just over all of it and so um I've just been praying and praying and praying and God has been having me in the word and he's just been speaking so I was led to just give you guys this word to encourage you guys for those who may be standing in the same exact position as I am and like this word is about counterfeits calling you the counterfeit you know what i mean the people in our lives who are mocking us who are mimicking us right so okay we got people who are laughing and saying you know you doing the most and oh you know look look just being a super christian and that's that's funny to some people or maybe you got people mimicking you right um they see your stance, they've been studying you, they've been watching you. And because they see your growth and your change, and now they're sitting here trying to go toe to toe with you. And it's the craziest thing because it's not even led by God. So instead of them being on one accord with you, there's all this riffraff and they're trying to rebuke you and they're using God's word incorrectly, like trying to condemn you. When God's word doesn't condemn, it's the Holy Spirit that caused conviction and that's it, right? But you can see the heart of these people. You can see the posture of their heart. And it's like, wait, what? Discerning the motives and stuff is, it's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot for your girl. And so right now I've just been like, God, ugh. <laughs> I just want this to be done. You know what I mean? So God gave me this word that was really encouraging and confirming that I'm right where I need to be. And I pray that this word is also confirming for you that you're right where you need to be. So I'm going to open up in a quick prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you so much for the daily bread. God, for you just providing the word to us every single time, God, that we are in need. We thank you, God, that you are a God who's always there. There's not a moment, there's not a second that goes by, God, where you will not answer us. Father God, we just thank you for being the true, the only living God. Father God, right now, I just lift you up. I magnify you right now, God, on this podcast. Father God, I give you this podcast. God, I humble myself before you and your people. And I pray, Father God, that you would touch my mouth, anoint my words, Father God, so I can only speak what you want me to speak. Father God, I bind up my emotions, my thoughts, God, in Jesus' name, and my own little whatever. God, let it all be you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So I have um, a few scriptures that I wanted to go uh, to read with you guys. And then, uh, yeah, I didn't really, this 
okay, I'm kind of prepared. I'm kind of not prepared. He literally told me to just get on. I was going to wait because I just did a YouTube channel too. And I wanted to wait until I did my hair, maybe threw some lashes on. But God was like, no, like you can do it now. So I was like, okay. So um, I I read this scripture on my uh, YouTube channel. But for those who may not be following, I'm going to go ahead and read that real quick. Um, it's real short. Exodus. We're going to be in the book of Exodus, chapter 7, verses 8 through 13. And this says, Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh speaks to you, saying, Show a miracle for yourselves, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your rod and cast it before Pharaoh and let it become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went went into Pharaoh and they did so, just as the Lord commanded, and Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Okay. Um Yes, okay, keep going. Um, okay, <laughs> verse eleven. Sorry, you guys. But Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers to the magicians of Egypt. They also did in like manner with the with their enchantments for every man threw down his rod and they became serpents now this is a picture i don't know if y'all ever experienced anything like this but right here is somebody who like okay maybe god has told you to go tell somebody something or maybe not maybe something transpired and you felt like i need to speak the truth i need to just say something that is encouraging, that is of God, and you get rebuked, right? So now you're getting challenged, not rebuked. You're getting challenged by this person, okay? Um, whoever it is, and they like, maybe they're like, okay, you, you speaking the word and you saying all this, okay, but what about this? I don't know if you guys ever done it. I've done this several times when you go through like, scripture battles which is freaking crazy we shouldn't be going through scriptural scripture battles with each other it's insane like it the word should never be used to condemn each other it literally should just be to come against the enemy right but you know people just whatever, like people can have the same stance as Pharaoh, which what I see, what I've gathered is somebody who just can't be told nothing. Somebody who's going to do it their way or no way. Someone who believes they're, they're just unteachable. They know everything. And in their eyes, they are the highest of the highest. So people like that, you can't speak anything to. Right. So now look, they challenge like, oh, okay, you speaking that. Okay. But what about this word? That's what I saw when I was reading it. But it could be in any kind of way, however it fits in your situation, whoever it is who's just giving you this hard time and they just coming for you. And it's like, it's almost like, okay, you, you saying this or you're doing this. Okay. But I could do this too. So it ain't God or it ain't that deep or you're not who you think you are. You, you, you're not God's prophet, you know, whatever. You're not God's soldier or something like that. Whatever it is that people are challenging you, this is what God is saying, okay? Or this is the picture of what it looks like, okay? But Aaron's rod swallow up, swallowed up their rods, okay? 
Listen, when you are with God, you don't have anything to worry about. However, people knuck and buck, whatever. When you are with God and God is backing you, rest assured that all that stuff that these people are doing, all the chaos, all the rumors, all the drama, all the name calling, whatever, all that stuff is not going to last. It's going to get swallowed up because God is bigger than everything that people try to throw at you the people try to do whatever okay it's bigger god is bigger and when that happens look at this and pharaoh's heart grew hard and he did not heed them as the lord says i don't know how many times pharaoh's heart has gotten hard um but i will tell you this me reading the uh the book of exodus from what i remembered it's been a minute, but from what I remember, it's like every single time that God proved himself, every single time that God sent a plague, okay, Pharaoh still did not change his mind. He still didn't change his mind. So what I'm saying is to you guys, there are people who refuse to change their minds and we you know can be coming to these people with great intentions pure intentions literally god sent we're really just seeking peace i know for me when i come to people maybe my delivery ain't always the greatest i know that i need to work on that but my intentions are pure. I'm always thinking of like, I want to heal. I want us to restore. And no, not saying I'm trying to be God or restore or be God or um or take God's place in a sense. That's, that's not my heart. How I feel is like, I just want everybody to be cool. Like family should love family. Husbands and wives should be cool. Children, like, you know, not peachy perfect, but some of the, the, the level of warfare where we are right now just should not be happening. Because how I feel is the enemy just running all up in people's houses right now, all up in people's families right now, just causing so much dis- dissension and all that stuff. Why? Because people don't want to be wrong. People don't want to be told what to do. So when you are dealing with people who have like the same characteristics as Pharaoh, which is don't tell me what to do. Okay. Now say you could be spot on about stuff that you've discerned or that God has shown you, or maybe it ain't even that deep. It could just be whatever it is, just Things that you are doing because you know you've been led by God and these people are not receiving it. They won't receive it. Don't get frustrated. Let me take that back (laughs) because I do get frustrated. But that's a word for me. I shouldn't be getting frustrated. We, We shouldn't be getting all out of place because these people don't want to listen. Because ultimately, if we pay attention to the story, Moses was speaking for God. We are speaking for God. We are just messengers, okay? And seeing how um, just rebellious Pharaoh was and how these people are in our lives who are just completely rebellious and just refuse to bow, they are forgetting 
I believe. They are not seeing and understanding who God really is because they're stuck in their ways. They are stuck in this mode of like, you can't tell me what to do. You can't change my mind. I don't care how prophetic you are. I don't care how gifted you are. Then this is another one. I don't care how right you are. Because these people be knowing that they're wrong too. That is the part that really aggravates me. And I just got to let that go. Because when people know that they're wrong. And they still refuse to just do the right thing. is like, really? These are like a different type of people. Like how I feel. And, and it's like... Anyway, so when you're dealing with these people, we got to understand it's God that they're saying no to. Even if they, and that's, look, I'm about to go to that scripture right now. Okay, it's in Jeremiah, Jeremiah 2. God talks about these people know too. These people know that they're wrong. They know that they're wrong and they will still, from their mouth, say that they have not sinned. They will still say from their mouth that they are good and they did nothing wrong. These type of people, I'm just saying, the counterfeits, be careful of these counterfeits who are trying to paint you as a picture of being a counterfeit, trying to make you feel like you're just, you're the fraud. You're the false prophet. You're the one who's not hearing God. You're the one like that. The whole, um, yes, Lord, the projection, the pointing of the finger, the lack of accountability, dealing with these people, understand God, God sees, he sees it all. God's using it all. In my YouTube channel, I gave an example of like the chessboard because God's been showing me chessboards, right? And basically, this is a war between God and the enemy. Like, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We, who we are, are literally just vessels for the Lord. And that is it. You're either a vessel for the Lord or you're the vessel for the enemy. But there is no in-between. So when people are sitting here fully attacking you. And this is why we shouldn't... Remember that, yes. Okay, what God has been showing me is to remember that is not the face. And it's hard. Like, that takes practice, (laughs) y'all. A lot of practice of don't get mad at your loved ones. And this will help you to forgive um, easier, too. Like, you'll be able to forgive sooner. And it'll be easier when you remember that it is not that person. It is the spirit. Just like you can be led by the Holy Spirit, just like how God can use you, the enemy can also use people. And people can be moving off demonic spirits. It's literally, it's y'all, it's that simple. It's black and white. I'm trying to tell y'all. It's black and white, okay? And it just, it depends. And let me just make this clear too, since we talking. Even me, okay? Even you, like it, it, it's not like, oh, someone who's a Christian, right, is only being led by God. That is not even true. It's literally day by day, um, hour by hour, moment by moment, where we make the decision on who we are going to listen to. What moves are we going to make? Are we making moves for the kingdom of God or the kingdom of darkness? 
either way. You understand what I'm saying? Right now, me giving this podcast, I am being led by God to give this podcast in the spirit. But I mean, also, there's some people who can give the word. I could even give the word and have my heart and my motives be completely jacked and be moved by the kingdom of darkness. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's literally a decision that we have to make, literally. So reminding myself of that, it makes it easier to to forgive. Like, just being transparent now is me not reacting. And that's why I had to give this word, like, after I went through it and I was in my feelings for a little bit, God had to pull me back and just show me, like, Brie, like, look, this is not the the people. What it's about is the spiritual warfare right now. And so you have to remember that the enemy is going to use whoever to throw you off, period. And what I've been dealing with is people who just refuse to stop lying, like people who know that they lying and refuse to stop lying and being told that I'm actually the liar. And I mean, shoot, yeah, I've lied, you know, but I tell on myself why I tell on myself because I don't really care about what people think about me, really. Like, I'm just more of like, I, when you don't care about what people think of you and you live in God's truth, you're free. That is why I believe my ministry is the way it is. Me just being able to speak and tell on myself, expose on myself, and not just exposing myself, not just telling on myself, but making the decision to change, making the decision to be better. Like, doing that is what keeps me free. And it's like something I will want for everybody to really experience. And that's, I don't know if that's something, I don't know if that came out right. I don't know if I explained that right. But a lot of this, all of this, this whole Christian thing is really about the heart. Uh, yes, God, it's about the heart because that's exactly what God looks at. He doesn't look at the outside. And that's, I feel like that's what a lot of people get mixed up. Like, and I, I was just telling my friend that um, being a Christian is not a religion. It's like, um, it's a relationship that you have with God, your own relationship, your one-on-one relationship with God. Being a Christian is a lifestyle. Like, it's not just this checklist of do I know these scriptures by heart um do I know where all the by the the books of the bible are do I know all these worship songs um by heart uh what else what do I have God is over just the center of everything or whatever like tattooing these things like that means nothing (laughs) it means nothing walking around carrying my bible it means nothing brie having a, a youtube channel and a podcast it means nothing none of that means that i'm just a christian and how other people stand and walk and how they look doesn't mean that they're a christian it is the heart And the thing is about your heart, when your heart is right, when your heart is really with God, it's going to show 
regardless. Your heart is going to shine brighter than anything else. The posture of your heart. Um, how do I say this? <laughs> the posture of your heart outweighs like your sacrifices and things that you do for people and the, the words that you say. Because there's some just super Christians, quote unquote, who just got a mouthpiece. They can say and quote scriptures all day. I know so many people, so many people who can pray, who can just pray. And the prayer sounds so bomb, but there's no power in that. Why? Because their heart's not even in it. Their hearts are far away from God because how they see God is as a religion, as an education, as a course. God, being a Christian is not a class. That is the difference. That is the difference. So when you're dealing with these people who are trying to call you a counterfeit, and in fact, they are the counterfeit, we got to let this go. We got to let these people go and trust God is going to show up and show out. God going to swallow them up. God's going to deal with them accordingly. God is going to expose them. And because look how Aaron's rod swallowed the... um the other rods or Aaron's snake swallowed the other snakes. It was just represents how God's going to vindicate you. God's going to make it very clear of who was right and not who was right. Cause it's not about right or wrong, but who was actually in truth. Thank you, Jesus. Who was actually in truth. And I, I was saying on my YouTube channel there, when I go back and forth with certain people, I just feel like, okay, something I have to keep reminding myself is like, okay, Brie, you know where your heart is. You know where your mind is. You know what your intentions are. And these people get, look, I know that I am with God. Okay. There's no way that we can both be for God and we be fighting like this because, oh, thank you, Jesus. Okay, so an example, my girl Glow um, and any other Christian friends that I have that people who for real have a heart for God, when we disagree, it doesn't get ugly. So being a Christian doesn't mean that you're going to agree with everybody. But it's like if I tell her something or if I correct her or she even corrects me, we're able to do that and not get offended because it's about God. Okay. Whereas other people who are about themselves get real frustrated. If you correct, if you speak truth to them, they don't like it. You see what I mean? It's like Pharaoh. Just don't, don't tell me what to do. Pharaoh did not want to listen to God. He just didn't. Now, about the counterfeits, okay? And these, this is just scripture God gave me to um, just highlight the fact that he sees and he knows, right? And that you're not crazy. <laughs> don't don't uh, overthink this because simply what it is and what I've had to accept it as is like some people just have to be humbled in a way that maybe we didn't have to be humbled in, okay? In a way that we didn't have to be. And um, what I mean is there's some people who just go to the extreme to just not be wrong when really 
It's not about, and I said on my YouTube, it's not about being right or wrong. It's just about God's truth. And some people can't tell the difference. You know what I mean? They think uh, being, just surrendering and owning and being honest and having accountability is some type of weakness. And I'm going to be real. I struggled with that. So it took a minute for me where God had to deal with me for me to even get to this place. Um, quick little story, because y'all know I always got the stories, right? Me and my husband, we were arguing. I think I've given this example before, but me and my husband were arguing one time. And I particularly wasn't feeling the way he was doing things, how he was talking to me and all this other stuff. We both arguing with each other, right? I'm saying hurtful things too. So there, that's not... I'm saying hurtful things too, <laughs> And so then, um, I don't know. I I just had this stance because I felt like I was on a 40-day fast and I was reading the Bible. I felt like I wasn't wrong, right? Okay. And I felt like he couldn't tell me anything because he wasn't fasting, okay? So I go in my prayer closet and I pray to God and I'm talking about my husband, and God, and I remember my husband told me specifically, like, oh, you, you have, uh, I think he said I had pride. Yeah, he said I had pride. And I was like, I don't have pride. You know what I mean? I was just flat out like, I didn't have pride. And I was so angry that he said that to me. Yeah, I went to God. God said, yeah, your husband's right. I was so mad. The fact that I got so mad was confirmation that that was some, some serious pride, right? But I was mad like, God, really? Because I'm over here thinking, but I but I do this for you and I do this for you. And none of that means anything if your heart is not with God. God had to for real, like, <laughs> check me. But uh, let me uh, go ahead and tell you all about this. Whew, I'm tired. It's. 107 in the morning so we about to get through this okay y'all this is just real quick so this is jeremiah um chapter two i'm just gonna the whole entire chapter i'd encourage you to read i'm not gonna do that because it's a lot of reading so i'm gonna just point out the scriptures that god gave me this is just confirmation that god sees oh that's what i was saying okay so the point of me even talking about like I think the point of my, I don't have um my bullet points. <laughs> you guys, I love to talk. So I just be going on and on and on. And I don't even know why I even brought up that whole example about my husband and I. But I'm going to run it back. And when I listen to it, hopefully it makes sense. God, tie it together for me. In Jesus' name, just tie it together. So I'm going to just start from um, Jeremiah chapter 2, verses 4. Yeah, 4 through 7. Okay. And it says, Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, What injustice have your fathers found in me, that they have gone far from me, have followed idols and have become idlers. Neither did they say, where is the Lord? 
who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, who led us through the wilderness, through the land of deserts and pits, through the land of drought and shadow of death, through a land that no one crossed and where no one dwelt. I brought you into a bountiful, a bountiful country to eat its fruit and its goodness. But when you entered, you defiled my land and made my heritage an abomination. Right here, God is talking about um, how his people or some of us won't even acknowledge him. We just forget about God. We've all, I think we've all been there where we've lived our lives and we just don't even really acknowledge God. We just do whatever we want to do. We forget the things that God has brought us over. We, for, we forget about the blessings God gave us. We even overlook God's grace and mercy that we have every single day. I believe we've all been there. So this is what he's talking about. The people who are doing this. I'm thinking like people like um like Pharaoh. People with that Pharaoh mentality of just you can't tell me nothing. Uh like stiff necked people. Okay. These people forgetting about God. Okay. Doing whatever they want to do. Okay, verse 17, let me see, 17 to 20, okay, and it says, have you, I just jumped to 17, okay, have you not brought this on yourself in that you have forsaken the Lord your God when he led you in this way? And now why take the road to Egypt to drink the waters of Sihor? Or why take the road of Asura? Y'all know how I am about these names, okay? To drink the waters of the river. Your own wickedness will correct you. And your backsliding will rebuke you. Okay, I'm going to pause right here. I'm going to pause right here. Okay, God is literally saying, okay, that the things, a lot of times, and I had a word about that. A lot of times the things that we do, um, as far as sin, we bring consequences onto ourselves. So for those people who we are talking to, these people who we're like, okay, this is the truth. <laughs> this is what God said. And they don't want to listen, understand. They brought whatever consequences that come to them. They have brought on themselves. It's just like the plagues that um Egypt had to go through why because Pharaoh didn't want to listen okay that is like a sin when we we just rebel against God and we don't listen it is a sin there are consequences okay so and that's what I love verse 19 your own wickedness will correct you and your own backsliding will rebuke you just you doing stuff that you should not be doing is you going to get caught up in that? That's on you, okay? Um, no. Uh, that, okay, this is the second part of 19. Know therefore and see that it is an evil and bitter thing that you have forsaken the Lord your God. And the fear of me is not in you, says the Lord. These people do not fear God. And I'm going to tell you, because if they did, then they would obey. If they did... They wouldn't be coming for you so hard. They wouldn't be lying on you. They wouldn't be contending against you. They wouldn't be sitting here just doing the most. They would not. You understand? Okay. Um. In this verse 20, for of old, 
what? Okay, four of old, I have broken. Yes, I have broken your yoke and burst your bonds. And you said, I will not transgress. When on every high hill and under every green tree, you lay down playing the harlot. God is saying like these people, okay, sitting up here, it's like the lip service. I'm going to just say I love God. I'm going to just quote these scriptures. I'm going to just, just say and sound like a real Christian. But then you turn around doing stuff you're not supposed to do without even a hesitation. Without even a hesitation. This is what I was talking about. It just goes back to your heart. Your heart, if your heart is really for God, you just would not be like so quick to sin. But not only being so quick to sin, but then you don't feel any conviction. You don't feel any kind of way. It's like in lifestyle or something. Like this is a serious spirit. Okay. Now, verse 22. For though you wash yourself with L-Y-E, I think is lie. I think, I don't know, okay? So for uh, though you wash yourself with lye and use much soap, yet your iniquity is marked before me, says the Lord. God sees everything. I don't care how cleaned up these people try to be. And even this, right? God has shown me there's some people, people can, they do this thing. I used to do this. So I think that's why I know. I used to do this where I'm a sin and then I'm going to repent. When I told y'all about me falling and uh, me sitting up here committing adultery in my marriage, I lit- it was premeditated. It was That's why it was such a terrible sin. Like for me, it wasn't like my other sins of, oh, I messed up. Temptation got the best of me. Uh-uh. I didn't even try to stop. And though, for things like that, it is serious. It is serious. God set me down so hard and I, there were other consequences that I had to deal with. But what I'm saying is for these people, like they sit here and oh, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I'm so sorry. 1.15 a.m. We fin- I'm going to wrap it up, okay? But I was going to say is I would premeditate a sin, okay? And plan to ask God to repent. I mean, plan to ask God for forgiveness and repent. That is not true repentance. It is not. It is not. Okay. Just to keep that all the way a hundred. When you sit here and you premeditate in your mind that I'm going to do what I want to do because my flesh, I'm driven by my flesh. I really, really want to do this because I know that it's going to feel good and it's going to make me happy, blah, 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 blah. And even though after you do that, you feel guilt, like, ugh, shouldn't have done that. You knew you were going to feel like that. You already knew and you already planned on asking God to forgive you. I did that so many times, even before I even knew Christ. I think a lot of people do that too. Like before we really have a relationship with Christ, that's not what you do. Okay. That's not like that heart. Your heart isn't really with God. Your heart is like with yourself or whatever that sin is, whatever it is that keeps you away from God. That's where your heart is. Okay. And God is saying like your, your iniquity is marked before him. He sees straight through that mess, okay? 23, how can you say, I am not polluted? I have not gone after the bales. See, 
see your ways in the valley, know what you have done. You are a swift, I don't know what, a dromedary um, breaking... I don't know what that is. Um, breaking loose in her ways. Okay, 24. A wild donkey used to the um, wilderness that sniffs at the winds in her desires in her time of mating who can turn her away. All those who seek her will not weary themselves. In her month, they will find her. Uh, let me see. 22. Um... Yeah, okay, so the note that I have here, it says the wild donkey was free and untamable, okay, and was used to the wilderness. Sniffs at the wind indicates um, active searching, okay? Her lovers will not need to find her. She will find them. What it's saying is that these people, like when God uses the term a wild donkey, just out of control, just completely led by your flesh. And actually, I know, see, I can relate to a whole lot of stuff because that's how it was when I was addicted to pornography. I didn't know why. I was getting to a point where I was just watching pornography and didn't even want to watch it. When, like, when you're at that point, you know you're at that point. You need to be repenting. You need to be repenting, okay? But what, what God is, hold on. Before I jump there. Um, okay, yeah. So this is the last section, then I'm going to wrap it up. Okay, 34 to um, 37. This is going to be it. So then it says, also on your skirts is found the blood of the lives of the poor innocents. I have not found it by secret search, but plainly on these things. Yet you said, because I am innocent, surely his anger shall turn from me, right? People deceiving themselves, like this isn't this isn't the scripture. But people who deceive them to deceive themselves like they're in good standing with God, right? That religious thought process of if I confess and if I say word service if i just say this then i'm good but your heart repentance is a heart thing okay you you guys we can't play god you just can't okay um let me see 35 okay but you say i'm innocent surely his anger shall turn from me behold i will plead my case against you because you say i have not sinned why do you gad about so much to change your way? Also, you shall be ashamed of Egypt as you were of Asura. Indeed, you will go forth from him with your hands on your head. For the Lord has rejected your trusted allies. And you will not prosper by them. So God gave me this um, passage because it's like basically describing that these people the counterfeits who are calling you a counterfeit. And in this, um, sorry, you guys, in this reading, it is exposing their heart. I love when God has these types of scriptures because it's like God is showing you what he sees. It's like the confirmation of God sees exactly what you see and he spells it out for us. I know, Brie. Or whoever is listening to this word. I know this person's lying on you. I know this person's using my word against you. 
I know this person is trying to deceive you. I know this person who thinks that they just say that they have not sinned, that they believe their own lie. I know that this person thinks they're not playing God. God is letting you know, like I see all of this. God keeps record of everything, right? He sits high and looks low. He probes the mind. I think he probes the heart. He sees. Mm, mm, mm. And so what I'm saying is this. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's all going to come out. It's all going to be exposed. This season is just full of exposures for good and for bad. But why? Because for either good or bad is for God's glory. He gets the glory. He is the judge. He gets the final say. And I guarantee you, if you are standing on God's word and his truth, okay, you know you are being led by the Holy Spirit. You have nothing to worry about because God, you're on his side is literally team Jesus, is literally team Jesus and people will go very far to convince themselves that they are team Jesus and their heart is just completely far from God. Okay. So I just wanted to encourage you guys. I'm super sleepy. <laughs> so I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, um, Yeah, so I love you guys. You guys, be encouraged. I say this all the time, but it is the truth because walking with Christ is really not easy. It's really not. I, um, real quick, I have one minute. I'll just do this in one minute. I was talking to God because I was really concerned and I was kind of like, what did I get myself into? Like, what did I really get myself into? I know that God called me for this. I know this is what God wanted from me. But when I say yes, I didn't know what I said yes to. I just did not. in just being, not even being on like platforms or anything, but just having this relationship with God and being exposed to so much is like, dang like it just feels like it's a lot it can be a little overwhelming sometimes this isn't to discourage you but it's just understanding like how powerful the kingdom is and how much god needs us right for souls to be saved because the enemy is like he ain't stopping he's like giving it all that he can he's giving it all that he can to shut the mouths of the prophets to to stop god's people period prophets um evangelists i don't i don't know all the other offices off the top of my head but it's just to stop god's purpose just to prevent the glory of god and i'm just saying just seeing how relentless like the enemy is is like jeez see why you know certain prophets were like uh-uh you know what i mean like god come on like god's people like it's just it's it's, it's a lot 
but I just that's why I have to say over and over like just be encouraged because if you're feeling like that I just want to tell you like keep going we have to keep going and know that we are the body of Christ so you are not by yourself even when it feels like you're by yourself it looks like you're by yourself you are not you understand like we are in this together I just wanted to encourage you guys sweet dreams you guys um and I will talk to you guys soon have a good one guys bye